up? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. How's everyone doing? What's We're up, back. everybody? We're back, and it feels so good. <laughs> How was your vacay, man? I mean, you were working, but damn that view. Hard to beat. Oh, my gosh. Well, you've been there. So. I bet, uh, it's, it, it, it made it worse. Like, I, th- I wish I wouldn't have been there. Like, like I could like feel it, you know. Yeah, the water's so warm there, man. <sighs> I felt like I could just like feel the air, you know, like and like sitting on that balcony and just chilling. Ooh, so nice. Yeah, the humidity, and then the first day, like, oh, the hurricane's coming through. Oh, it's a tropical storm, or it's a depression. Um, but the rain was coming in sideways, so I was like, whoa! But it was it was still cool, and then it the hurricane did not exist and uh yeah it was it was great awesome can't beat that view and that balcony and that whole sitch yeah it's so nice how was yours oh god a nightmare (laughs) yeah i saw like what happened so um we were beautiful yeah you know what it was fine. It was, like, such a lesson in, like, letting go. You know how I, I mean, me and you and McKayla, I mean, Michaela even more than us, but, like, we're planners. Like, I, I plan everything, like, to the T. You know, I like to have double check everything and make sure everything's good. And um, we were all set to, we had um, rented a trailer from this app called Outdoorsy, and um, the guy was supposed to drop it off and that was it we were supposed to meet him at noon and like there was no option for us to pick up the trailer like that was it like he he wanted to deliver it so anyways everything was fine until we got to the national park and it was fine when we rolled in there and then when we realized where we were going it was about an hour from like the gate from like the beginning of the park or whatever and I mean it was deep 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 in the valley of this mountain and there was just absolutely no service so it was like 12 o'clock and the guy wasn't there and I was like well it was kind of a gnarly it was like very windy very very windy roads I was like gosh I can't imagine you know hauling a trailer like that must have been it's probably taking him longer than it took us so we're waiting and then so it's like one o'clock 1 30 and then it's two and Chad's like dude I don't know like I don't have a good feeling about this and so um, we're like, what do, you know, we, we went and we talked to the ranger to see if anyone had asked about us or anything like that. And so the only thing we could, there was absolutely no service. We tried the pay phone. That didn't even work. Like, it was insane. And so we had to drive an hour back on this, like, windy road to go get service. And by the time we got there, the guy was like, I'm sorry, I couldn't find you. And so I, I went home. And so I was oh. just like, oh, my God. So, like, I literally just, like, was freaking out because I was like, I want, if... The, the problem was is that my parents were camping there too and we had left you know I could, couldn't even call them to tell them we're going home you know because they had no service either yeah. and I didn't want them to worry about it so I was like shoot like should we just go back and just like bonfire it tonight and then drive home but then I knew how like deep in the forest this place was so I was like dude I don't know if we'll be able to get out in the pitch dark you know yeah so we ended up luckily we had a tent that we brought like just for the kids to play in and so we were like screw it let's let's do it you know so we went back and pitched a tent and we had no sleeping bags like I wasn't I wasn't prepared to be outside you know I thought we would just be going straight into the trailer so 
It was crazy, and it was, you know, Daisy wasn't ready for that, so she was scared and crying, and but we, we, we did it, so. Well, sometimes the best trips, it's like the journey, and it's the funny stories later. Yeah, I was trying to get there, you know, with, I was like, okay, this is okay, like, let's just do it, you know, but it was just like, we just didn't have the tools we needed to even do it, you know what I mean, but it yeah. was, it was okay, but it was, I mean, like, it was cool. The best, like, some of the best memories is, like, yeah, when uh, the airline lost our luggage for three days and we were moving cities every couple days and our luggage was trailing, like, and I didn't have any clothes to wear and it was horrible at the time. Um, There's no Targets or Walmarts or anything in Europe. And I was, like, it was, you know, uh, but now it's a funny story or I, like, literally kicked literally with my foot kicked my sister off a train um and yes she (laughs) fell down to the ground and injured her wrist whatever i mean it's funny now i mean she didn't think it was funny at the time but it's it's a fun it's one of our best memories yes totally yeah no it it was all you know i really i mean originally when like we were planning this trip my original plan was to tent camp and then we ended up finding this trailer which was really a low price and now like I it's making me wonder like was this all like did I make a bad choice like was that was it too low of a price and this I I don't know but um you know it's it, it was fun it was cool and actually we we have another camping trip coming up um like at the beach you know down in Santa Barbara so I mean Chad really liked it I I would like it if I was more prepared I think next time I'll be more ready yeah well, Santa Barbara, they have those um, clamping ones, but you can also yeah. camp at the beach. Yeah, ours so is just, yeah, a plain one, but... Oh, well, like tent? Yeah. I wonder if you're going where I went. It's, um... I no, like, the name. We, well, like, we pitch our own tent, you know? Yeah, no, I camped on the beach north of Santa Barbara, and it was beach tent. It was beach side, but it was tenting. But then it's connected to this, um, I think it's like a two-mile hike up into these natural hot springs. Ooh. It's fant- fantastic. I wonder, is it like Gaviota? Uh, no, but I, I have heard of that. Uh, no, we're going to, it's called El Capitan, I think, or something. Yeah, I feel like I've been there too. Okay, well, I'll send you the info. The hot springs are awesome, and it's definitely something... Daisy and Ronnie can Ooh, do. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Send it to me. I want to do that. Especially after you told me your La Jolla hiking trip. It's absolutely, definitely something both your kids can do. Cool. But they're natural hot springs. And I um, love that. Yeah. It's fantastic. And you're probably right around the corner. Cool. And I would say there's, you know, a lot of wine tasting places you can do, but that's not really up your alley. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. Anyways, well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's an experience. Yeah, it's and you learning. know what? It, it was very summery, and it was very, like, you know, and I'm so glad we got to see that, because I've never been there. It was just, you know, because we go to Mammoth a lot and stuff like that, but, so this was cool to see the other side of the Sierras, and it, it was cool. Yeah, I'm sure it's beautiful. I haven't, I haven't ventured up that way at all, and I would love to. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. So I, I was watching some Lifetime, and I keep I keep seeing this movie premiere, and I'm like, how do I know this person? How do I know this person? I realized 
Do you know what movie is coming up on Lifetime? It's September 18th. It's called Imperfect High. Okay. And they're like, Imperfect High with blah, 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 and Nia Sue. But I no didn't recognize way! Her. Yeah, I didn't recognize her because she's like an adult. Or maybe she's playing like an 18-year-old or something. But it's Nia from Dance Moms. Oh my gosh, I'm definitely going to tune in. Yeah, it's September 18th on Lifetime. So I was just laughing because I was just thinking about, gosh... When we watched Dance Moms, and like, where is Maddie now? What is she doing? Like, I know for a while, she after she left Abby Lee, she went on to host, um, you know, the whatever. Yeah. America's Got Talent or dance show, whatever. And then, but where is Chloe? Where is Mackenzie? Um, Nia, who worked with Mikey Minden, Erica Jane's Glam Squad guy. Remember he he like uh, what what's Nia's mom name? Doctor Holly. Holly. She's like Mikey Minden. He's huge. He's so esteemed in the business. This is a huge break. Didn't he teach her the like the death drop? Or I whatever? think so. Yes. So it's just and then she she was trying to get into acting at the time, but she was like twelve. But now and and she's like starring Nia Sue, and I'm like I forgot. Yes, that's her last name. So. That was a little blast from the past. So, do you know where Chloe or Mackenzie or even Maddie at this point? Do you know what any of them are doing? I mean, Chloe. Well, we know what JoJo's doing. Yeah, <laughs> dominating. Dang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chloe was going to Pepperdine, and then like COVID hit, so I think she had to go back home. I don't know what happened, but yeah, she was like living in the dorms in Pepperdine. Um, Maddie is just like doing like fabletic ads and doing her thing, and um. Pepperdine, all the way from Pennsylvania. Huh. Yeah, right, right into Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, we're digressing into Dance Moms. This should be a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Trust uh, me, Vanderpump. Okay, Lisa was on an interview. She was. She did several interviews this week, and she, you know, she's like, "Chess me, it's coming back." Oh, someone said, "Oh, you're filming now." She's like, "Darling, we're done filming," as we all know. She's like, oh, it's coming back sooner than you think. It'll be very soon. So, very soon. Okay. Um, maybe we don't even have to wait till December. Maybe it's going to be like. This is this is my this is my guess. I'm hoping we get a trailer drop like in September. So in a couple weeks, yeah. maybe like you know ten days or something, and then maybe like a start date of like late October. Yeah, or like November 4th or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Super excited. I can't wait. Like, I I cannot wait. Chad and I were just like in the car and we were talking about like, um, you know, people that we've met like over the years through the podcast, you know, even if we just interacted online or something and like there and oh, I was cleaning out my entire house. I get, you know, I lose something and I have to like clean everything up, you know, because I can't find, I can't find Ronnie's freaking, um, like her shot thing you know it like says all of her the immunizations that she's had over the years that I have to show for school I can't find it so I've like been ripping my house apart but I found um the podcast burn anti-burn book that you made for my birthday 
Yeah. And, and I was reading all of the comments and like so many people loved the podcast. Like there's pages and pages of these, you know, all these reviews that you posted or Facebook threads. And there was so many people in there that, you know, obviously like maybe they don't watch the show anymore or they don't listen to the podcast or whatever, but dang, we have had a good run on this podcast. And like I, it's just been amazing. It really has. So yeah. I'm, I'm so hyped to do a new season. And like, I don't know. I just, I feel like this is it. I feel like we're seniors, you know, and like this is our senior year and like this yeah. is it. Like we know how to do it. Like we, we know the drill and I'm going like all Martin out. graduates. Yes. Like I'm feeling confident. Like I'm not going to be scared and be like, I don't know, should we have a meetup or not? Like we're going to do all the meetups, all the parties. Like let's do it. I just feel like, I do feel like it's the last season. I don't want to th- curse that and throw it under the bus. Like, I'm so excited. I just kind of feel like it, it may be, it's a wrap kind of thing. I feel I like, wanna... I feel like if, if it's not, like, I hope that it does go on, but I feel like I hope this so is going to be like the last one kind of in like, in this moment of Vanderpump. Like, this is, it's like f- coming full circle. And then I don't know what is going to be in store for yeah, it the then next time. it will time. be something yes. new. It will yes. be like Saved by the Bell too. Yes, but I feel like this is like, we have to like, like, close this up, you know? Blow it out. Bring you all back. I know Spill a lot of all you. all the tea, yes. Yeah, a lot of you guys, I know, you know, may or not be listening. It's not the, you know, the greatest thing we're doing retro episodes because we're trying to hype us all up for like let's get back in the mode let's get back in the Vanderpump mode and I hope I hope it's not the last but let's just gear up and just blow this shit yes let's like just enjoy the hell out of it like I I I need this like it's been a rough year and a half whatever however long like everything has been going on and again like I feel like I've had like a weird feeling in the last couple weeks too because it's like weird to be like talking about a vacation or whatever with everything that's going on in the world and what's going on over in Afghanistan and all that stuff it's just like like I don't even want to it's like anything I'm saying isn't worth it but this is why I love Vanderpump Rules it's kind of an escape and that's what this podcast has always been for me it's been so awesome to talk to you guys about the show and like get it out and it's a it's a little escape like I I don't know I I, there's nothing else like that in my life for me and I I love this yeah and like just today I was talking about the COVID stuff we're talking about Afghanistan stuff and it's just like you know what sometimes and, and even housewives I know you're you know, don't watch all the ones I watch, but even with the Beverly Hills, it's been a stellar season, but it's also very heavy. So it's like, everyone's talking about all this heavy stuff. And so it's more of like a vendetta watching show than just an escapism show. And sometimes we just need that. And sometimes just escapism shows are just dumb as hell. Like sometimes people, I mean, I know a lot of you love summer house. I watch it. It just—it's never been the Vanderpump Rules to me. It's never been—I would say—Southern Charm would be next. Summer House for me has not really done it. Still watch it. I will still talk about it. We'll talk about it in different podcasts. Um, Holly and I are talking about. Hey, we'll do a like. Let's dedicate this to Vanderpump, and let's do something else for other reality things, and that way you guys can choose. To, you know listen to what you want what you don't but like things like that where 
maybe I'm not so into the show where we really want to deep dive out. We're not so invested, but like, you know, Vanderbump, it's our family. This is a, it's our family. Yeah. You talk about my family, but you know, like even watching, like I was saying, Beverly Hills is like a little heavy because there's just so much stuff with it. And yeah. It's like really yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be like that when Salt Lake comes back, Dallas was canceled, which I'm quite fine with because I was kind of done with it. I, obviously I still would have watched, but it just, you know, the people I liked, I kind of was like not caring about so much anymore or it's boring or they had to be boring for self-protection. And then, you know, it's, it, it needs a reboot, a recast. Um, we'll see. I'm yeah. still waiting on the Miami reboot on for Peacock. And you know what I've noticed with all these apps that they're trying to push down our throat? Like the TLC app. Like, oh, watch The Single Life only on the app. Watch this show only on the app. It's like, I think the apps are giving up because all these shows that they said are only available on the app, they're now showing on the regular channel. So I kind of think, okay, oh, the uh, housewives mash up when they go to an island. It's only going to be on Peacock. Maybe not enough people are going to tune in. They're eventually going to show it on Bravo. I promise you. Yeah. And Miami, that oh, it's only on Peacock. No, they'll probably eventually show it on Bravo. They're just trying to get us to pay for these apps, and it's not working. Because and it's a many- lot. Like some of these apps are expensive. Yeah. Like like the TLC one that you're talking about, or whatever that show that. It's not you- cheap that we've been watching that you me and my ex I don't have access to watch it and my friend that I'm watching it with it's $64 um like is it a year or a month it's insane yeah. no like there's no I, there's no I can't afford that there's no way no when people are going to youtube it or something there's just there's too many apps wanting too much money and yeah it's, it's not, not like it's like it. $1.99 a, a hit or so it's like it's in it's so expensive it's crazy it's- and then you could just do it on iTunes or Hulu that you already have, and yeah, whatever. it's yeah, it's so crazy. I think they're starting to clue into that. They're trying to force all these apps down our throat, and no one's doing it. And now I, I've just particularly noticed with TLC because there were shows I wanted to see, but I'm like, I'm not gonna buy another app. I know. And I thought I will suck it up for maybe 30 days. There's one show I really wanted to see until TLC, which was the of math which is tom arnold's sister that looks super interesting and i thought what if i just sign up for a month and i'll binge the whole thing and then yeah. i'll cancel it yeah but then they came up with oh we have tlc the single life um well it's 90 day fiance the single life it's all the people like you really liked and you want to see their journey journey um dating uh-huh so i was oh, just about to sign up and then guess what they're airing it now. Ugh. So I'm so glad I didn't sign up for the damn app because I can see it now for free on TV. I know. See? Yeah. See? See. Don't don't force all this down yeah. our... You, you made us all get rid of cable. Like, well, I haven't. You haven't. Uh, yeah, I still have it. Some of us dinosaurs have not. But most people have. And so they're buying all these apps or like the Disney app. That is so expensive. Like yeah. a lot of the apps. Yeah. 3.99 a month, 
$5.99 a month. Isn't the Disney app, like, really expensive? Yeah, I want to say it's 17 bucks a month or something. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, unfortunately, that yeah, unfortunately that one my kids use a lot. Um, no, everyone uses it a lot, for sure. But they hold you hostage. Any mother with children under 12... It's like so, yeah, to. it's like literally like a convenience tool. But yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. All that adds up. It and does. Because you, you have your Netflix and your Hulu and it does. it's just too much. We might as well just have full cable at this point. Yes. Well, which we do. Uh, <laughs> Some of us. Uh, so anyways. Well, all that said, BravoCon was canceled, and I don't know. I know a lot of people are disappointed. I felt a sigh of relief because I was having indecision issues, and, like, I should go. I don't really want to go. Like, I don't need to see the housewives or converse or, I don't know. It just felt like, well, I should. We didn't go to the last one. And it's not even a fear for me for, like, oh, all these people it's just I just didn't want to do it and so I, I, for me I was I'm bummed for the people super stoked about it but for me like it got rid of the FOMO yeah so I'm kind of relieved yeah and maybe they should rethink I mean obviously nothing against uh, New York City because LA is the same situation but I mean, they could plan it in a place that's maybe more centrally located for everyone in the country and a place that offers more spatial-friendly situations. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Where not everyone's so condensed in an area. So that's something to think about as well. I don't know. Yeah. No, I yeah, I think they just need to rethink it. I I think originally it was like such a cool idea because I mean there's so many Bravo fans out there and to bring a place where, you know, it's like But there are everywhere and it's yeah. New York's a very expensive place to travel. Travel to uh-huh. and stay. So it's really unfair to the rest of the country and there's Bravo fans in everywhere. Probably the biggest fans are in, you know, central United States. Yeah. So why not bring it to Central where you where have a was, little more space? Where was your crime con thing again? Um, that was in Austin. Oh, okay. Yes, there was, it was plenty of space. They've done New Orleans. They've done Nashville, Orlando. Um, I mean, again, all places that provide a lot of space and, and what? Well, just more territory to provide more social distancing than New York City. Yeah. So maybe they just should have re- rethought that. I'm not. I still think they should have delayed it because everything obviously is happening everywhere in the country. So obviously, look, Alabama is having a state of emergency. So it's like, yeah, you could have a lot of space in Alabama, but it, yeah, the best decision was made to delay it, but uh, postpone it. But um, they should rethink, you know. Yeah. And also, just be fair. To everyone, all the Bravo fans that, like I said, New York's very expensive to stay. I'm sure they will. I feel like, um, you know, not to slam on Bravo or anything, but I feel like their popularity may be, like, waning a little bit. Like, I feel like there's been, like, a little shift in, in viewership and stuff like that. I'm sure as things, you know, like, start settling down, I'm sure they'll be moving around a little bit. 
Yeah. It's like, um, you know, they'll start going on tour a little bit and stuff, hopefully. Yeah. I just think they should rethink their location, but, you know. Yeah. They, they had it there. They had the inaugural one there, and that's great. But, okay. Anyways, move yeah. on. <laughs> so, Pandora, I know we're a little late to the game. Holly and I both had our notes to podcast uh, two weeks ago, then a week ago, and, you know, she had travels, I had travels, and, well, you know, we are kind of on hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling, like, super guilty about, you know, our schedule because you guys know we are always on schedule when the season is going. And we've done our best to fill in the blanks, you know, while we're on break and do some other stuff. So, yeah. But, yeah, so we've been busy. I really liked, I mean, Pandora waited. That is always a smart call and wait. Um, I heard on Sheena's podcast, she's like, oh, my gosh. And, yes, I I knew this information. I had to wait five months. I'm like, ooh. Okay, so she's five months. But then I heard Lisa talking in an interview. She's like, well, you know, and she wanted to wait until she was six months before we announced. And I thought, wow, well, that is super smart, super safe. But, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like it. Like, she's going to be delivering before anyone has too much time to sit there and speculate about her. But uh, I thought, you know it's very exciting news and everyone had to sit on it and um proud of everyone that held the secret like good for her but mm-hmm. i'm impressed i'm impressed with pandora's decision making because you know a lot of people want to announce when they're five weeks let alone five months yeah oh totally yeah when i like when i saw her i was like oh my gosh like i would never want to make the mistake of speculating you know no yeah. we saw her before and you know i was like yeah i don't know but um no, she looked like super good and glowy, and yeah, I would one hundred percent for her first pregnancy say that that she's like six months for sure. Oh yeah. So and yeah, I I think that's that's cool, and I think Lisa's gonna be such a good grandma and can a grandpa, and let's not forget about Max, Uncle Max. Who have you been watching Max's story? Max has been working out really hard. Like, he's been, like, with a trainer, like, multiple times a week, and he's getting, like, super in shape. Really? Yeah, so that's exciting. I mean, like, I always think it's, like, so cool when someone's on a journey like that. Like, I mean, he's doing, like, boxing and, like, his, you know, like, major cardio, and, I mean, he's it looks like he's working super hard. Is he with someone now? Um, I believe so. I forget her name. Um, but yes, I'll, I'll tag her. I'll post oh. her photo. He was he was photographed with her at um, Ariana's. I don't know if they're still together. Okay. Well, I mean, he is. He does tend to be in relationships for long periods of time. So yeah. Probably. Probably. Okay. In breaking news. What? Hot off the press. AKA not hot off the press. Jax's big announcement. He is not on Big Brother. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Like, do we... Was that the announcement, or... Is anyone going to call Randall or Jax on this? Because, like, I listened to Randall and Lala's podcast, and they take that, you know, Randall was so, like, oh, buddy, I want to break it for you. I, I'm, I'm holding my tongue, and Jax is like, please, let's just wait till next week. Let's wait till next week. And it's like, next week never came. 
and like it was all this innuendo it's big brother so clearly it's not big brother so what is it clearly whatever the big thing was fell through i do mean you think it was big brother or do you think it was something else like he's producing his first movie or something it had to have been big brother because i feel like something fell through i like i otherwise i feel like we would have heard like an inkling of something going on and i've heard nothing you know he's just gonna say though if that was it he's just gonna be like they're not letting it one in had nothing to do with me they wanted me they wanted me to be the star i was number one it's covid they're not letting anyone in the the country yeah it's it's not gonna yeah yeah he'll have a reason for sure i still don't think that's like the greatest hugest breaking news that randall made it out to be yeah i mean it's big brother that big i mean i know it's a big show that's been on forever it's just well, it would kind of be like the first move that someone has made on Vanderpump Rules, like after everything happened. You know, like it would it would be pretty cool, um, and it would be something he could brag about. I I don't know. I just can't figure out what else it could possibly be other than that. Like what what else would he have had in the works? A, a new podcast? A new like what? <laughs> I mean, I've never watched it. I only watched it a few episodes when our you know. As I've said, Malibu Point Safari Tour Guide was on it. And so what I gather is I might have liked to see him on it because he would be such a snake in the grass. Because, you know, he would be betraying everyone's trust. He would make be making all sorts of alliances and then betraying all of those alliances. So I might have enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't even dare compare him to him and Brittany to this couple but um because he they are not on their level at all but they're kind of like Heidi and Spencer-esque and they've always been really interesting on other reality shows um but I, I don't know if Jack's could, I, I don't know it'd be interesting to see if he could do it like would he be entertaining I don't know yeah Pro- I, I mean well, it would be entertaining to see the other cast members pick him apart you know yeah I'll be like who are you, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> and he'd get all mad, like, don't you... I I, I don't know. I don't know who you are. <laughs> so instead, all I've seen is him and Britt hawking stuff on, like, Amazon Live or, you know, Cruz's big modeling career, like, modeling for Lala's stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking of Lala, someone posted... I think it was it started in Reddit, and then it kind of trickled its way out to the groups but how she talks about her makeup line being so clean and so you know animal friendly and whatnot and all these people were posting it's like the opposite of clean it like if you look oh for, yeah so I saw it that. like it could, could contain asbestos um we can't guarantee oh we can't give you the ingredients because they may change and so all these people are saying, well, if you're allergic to something, that could be a problem. And they're like, buyer beware. There's no refunds. It's, it, I don't know. It sounds pretty problematic. And the, I do believe that because when I, you smell the things, like, I mean, her lip gloss, I did, you know, we bought that and we gave some away and I, I did like it. 
And I've never had something go on so smooth and also smell so good. And I thought, okay, now that I think about it, it's probably wrong. <laughs> it's probably, you know. Yeah. Um, but then I did notice with the bronzer stuff we bought and gave away as well. It's like, oh, this doesn't seem, it, it definitely didn't seem like a real clean, organic you know, I'm not, I'm not I don't know. Say- I just, I just, I feel like with her, I mean, and I think she tries to act differently, but she, um, she's just hawking a makeup line. You know, she's putting her name on something like, I don't ever yeah. see her in the science lab, like dripping in oils onto a sample with like a shower cap on and like <laughs> thumbs upping the person. Like, I think she just, you know, orders what she wants and they put her name on it. And she's like, here's my stuff. And that's why it's like made in, you know. Yeah, she does. But she does go on only, I only dove into this because of this thread. It wasn't my own research. She does. And then I, then I started to notice too in her own post. She does proclaim it's clean. It's yeah, so organic. That's, that's not cool. She proclaims all this stuff that is technical not yeah that's a little like yeah speech breaks and she probably doesn't realize or know because like you said she's not in the science lab or she's just like oh yeah it's fine it's fine you know yeah yeah I mean you know just do your own research especially if you have allergies someone said they asked for ingredients like oh we can't provide that because it changes like if you are a person, because I do know friends that are allergic to certain things in, in makeup, like very particular with that. That's why I have those, you know, certain makeup lines that are mm-hmm. so free of things. Um, I just know I, I don't have those allergies, but I just know if I like something or not. I did like her lip gloss. I didn't like her bronze. So I'm just being fair. Like, I'm like, oh, I liked it. And then I didn't like this. But um, if if it's something, you know, more serious with allergies and um, or being clean or animal cruelty free or something. I don't know. Just, you know, do your own research. And um, as they say, I guess some people had asked for refunds and they're like, no, that's why we say buyer beware. There's no refund. So just know, probably not going to get a refund. So, buyer beware. Yeah. Anyways, what else? What? Anything happened on. Yeah, um, not a lot's been going on. I mean, some of you in our group, thank you for posting. You went to Tom Tom. We saw Sandoval behind the bar. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Looked like see you next Tuesday went on last Tuesday. Um, and it looks like a couple of them went out for Janet's birthday, like for brunch today. It was um, Kristen, Sheena, and Brittany, I think. Interesting. Okay. And um, I noticed that Stassi and Bo were just in Boston, um, where I was, um, for uh, Taylor Strucker's wedding. I thought about that. I'm like, oh, Holly's probably kicking herself. I'm like, ah, you missed her by a couple weeks. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. They're literally standing where I was. Yeah. (laughs) I thought about that. (laughs) Taylor Strucker married her... um, Taylor, I don't know. Oh, Donahue, I believe is her name. So they got married, and I believe, um, well, I know originally Stassi and Bo were their bridesmaids, groomsmen, but uh, I don't know 
you know, if that was changed. I know originally they were the bridesmaid and, well, Taylor, I, what do you call a woman groomsman? Taylor was going to be on Bo's side and Taylor Taylor Donahue was going to be on Bo's side and Taylor Strucker was going to be on Stassi's side but then obviously their wedding didn't happen and they just did the backyard thing at Katie's uh-huh. house but yeah. anyway so I think that was happening in reverse with Taylor and Taylor but I don't know if that ended up yeah it looked like just like a super small little ceremony yeah cool so that happened yeah all right. Well, we have some birthdays we missed and some a few coming up. All right. So, sorry, you guys. We were ready for this last week, but, you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. So, August 9th, happy birthday to Devin Farney and special happy birthday to Lolly Love. Aw. One of our faves and OGs um, on August 12th, birthday to Lily Huseman. And August 15th was Liv Aravalos. Aravalos? Aravalos. I'm going to go with Aravalos because it's 1L. It's not 2. August is 16th. Um, OG from the UK, Lee Jenkins. Happy birthday, Lee. Coming up on August 20th is Bonnie Knight on August 27th is Shauna Conway Dollar. She'll be 54. And Aaron Simon on August 27th. You know Aaron? Yes. So, happy birthday. We have someone, um, her due date is August 25th. And I'm sorry I don't know your name because you post as Nutritious Living. So, Nutritious living, have a nutritious, healthy birth <laughs> on August 25th. Anyways, there we go. Nice. So, are we going back to season four, episode nine? Yes. Let's go there. I was like, Vegas where, morning. where are my notes here? I know. And I watch this now. Like, I had my fresh notes for our fresh podcast, and well, whatever is what it is but Vegas morning the Toms went out Sandoval's still partying as the other guys wake up and then the Toms reveal their tattoos Bubba and then okay I'll give this to Jax you know he's funny oh dude if you go to jail you're fucked (laughs) oh my god which it's true true and funny um yeah this, this is hilarious so you know Vegas, and then he talks about yeah Vegas like, is always funny but like to see them like reveal their butt tattoos is hilarious like that's and Jack's great. is like it looks like a bacon A on fire which it does and hence the bacon A it's now become infamous and I forgot that Jax was the first one that called that out I did not realize or remember that Sandoval was tattoo free I mean like me like you well, actually, no, not like me. I forget that I got one. Um, <laughs> I, know, it's been, I was 18 for a long time. Oh, um, my gosh. So, and like you, and you still haven't gotten tattoo on your wrist. <sighs> I, I still kind of want one, so maybe one day. 
Do you know what's fantastic? You know, the time is right. Because do you know what's coming back? What? Fantasy Island. Ooh. And do you know what that means? The original Fantasy Island was Tattoo, the plane, the plane. That's right. And so when you told me you wanted to get Tattoo on your wrist to sing Tattoo, my reaction was, what do you mean? Like, the plane, the plane. And, like, you didn't get it, but Chad got it. Yeah. Because knew what fantasy island was but now the new fantasy island's coming back so you're gonna have to watch it. and then and they do make reference to that by the way so maybe you should watch yeah maybe maybe it'll get me going again um i feel like there's like someone on there is that vanessa marcel like brian austin green's ex that's if it's not her as like the host as like the julie mccoy probably another reference you don't get love boat host um and I don't mean to diss you by that. I'm age shaming myself when I say that. Um, <laughs> Vanessa Marcel, though, it lo- if it's not her, it looks like her. She's okay. Like the maid. You know who she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I like her. Elrose Spice. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I, was, I know what I was gonna tell you. Um, have you been getting? I've been getting so many pop-ups of um, Sunset Music Festival. Like when we were there, and Chad mm-hmm. dressed up like a vampire weirdo, and we both really miss that shit. Well, I keep getting them every day, and I feel like I've posted so many of those timeline pop-ups. I'm like, all right, I gotta calm down on this shit. I know. But yes, every day it's like you and Chad, and you're like have the beautiful braids and a beautiful outfit and he's like a vampire and <laughs> like every single day <laughs> well we like clearly told him we're like chad we're going with like a 60s vibe you know and he that's how he came so yeah ryan was jim morrison and looked like him to a t um everyone went up to michaela thinking she looked like pam jim morrison's hippie girlfriend you and I had our hippie braids that we had done at the braid bar and our outfits, and then we had a vampire with us. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, someone, a random person came up, I think it was to Ryan and Michaela, and they were like, oh, God, your group, it's like, cool, you got this whole theme. They're like, we're just a little confused. They're like, what's up with the random vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Which would have fit the first year because, like, she was like a kind of a Katy Perry, and he was, oh, he had the mullet, like rocker mullet, because I think that was the Motley Crue year or something. And we were just, oh, I was like in roller derby, like purple hair and shit. And we were just random, and Chad was just normal. Yeah, but he was like so happy that day, so he didn't even care. He didn't care about people pointing at him, going, "What the fuck?" Like he he liked it. But the first year, when we think about it, when we were dressed up, that was Chad Michael Murray year, and Cotton Candy, when I have that picture of him holding Cotton Candy and yeah. smoking a cigarette, uh-huh. which I, I love. It's still yeah. one of my favorite pictures. But, like, he was just normal Chad. Yeah. Yeah, so, some, <laughs> something came when over him. When did he meet in the... Um, was he dressed up when he met that one band in the elevator? Or was that what... Yeah, I know. That's who he. That's I think. Sister, yeah, uh, Black Veil Bride. Black Veil Bride. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yes. Okay. Chad so so back to Vegas. What's okay? So the the boys get their tattoos, and then we um, slide over back to Sir and Ariana's bartending, and Katie's there, and uh, she's like, "Well, you know, I hope that 
uh, Tom chose a great time for his mom to be coming into town. I hope he shows up real hungover and helps me clean up and get ready for his mother. So we learn that she's coming, and that just makes it all a little more exciting because he's coming home with that tattoo. You know, is Ariana going to like it? What's going to happen? And they're driving straight from Vegas to start to work. And it was really grossing me out how they were like talking about how they smelled because yeah, I could just imagine it and it wasn't good. And it's like, use those great Vegas bathrooms and bathtubs. Like they have the spatial showers. And I mean, it's, it's not like, like they did like a 24 hour turnaround trip where they chose not to get a hotel room because I've done those before. You know, you can do like you're like, I don't have money yeah. for a hotel. I'm just going like that. Fine. You have an excuse to smell bad. But they were in a room like just jump in the shower real quick, man. I've done that. But also back in the day they had um, before they before they tore down the original Aladdin and the original Stardust, the Stardust, which was very centrally located, had a, you had your tower rate and you had your motel pull-in rate. So I could say I was at the Stardust, but I was paying like 30 bucks. And then the Aladdin, I would pay like 35 bucks and I that would include like a Thanksgiving meal. No way. It's like, yeah, it was like orange chicken and mashed potatoes and a vegetable. Mm. And then I could like go watch a lounge act perform. That's when they actually had like lounge acts, uh, lounge acts, lounge acts in the uh, casino, you know, just for ambiance and like, oh, someone wants to take a break or they're not into gambling, but their spouse is out gambling. They can sit there and I would do that because I wasn't of age. And I'm like, oh, I'm enjoying the music. And I have that dream. I'm like, you know, you know what I want to be? I'm not good enough to be on like American Idol. That didn't exist then. Okay, we'll say Star Search. I'm not I'm not good enough for that. But you know what? Maybe I could be a Vegas lounge act singer. And you, you could have for sure. I was so down with that. And it's still a dream. But nobody has that anymore. It's really sad. We should really bring that back. Yeah, I think when the Golden Nugget sold to... It, I don't know if you remember. I think there's a little bit of a reality show about it. It sold to these younger guys that wanted to bring back the old school Vegas. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I watched that, I feel like. Did you? Yeah, I was into yeah. that. And then I we, was so we, into that. we went and gambled there, didn't we? I won there. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted to bring back that old feeling because that's how it was. And literally for a long time, even when we would fly there after I left California, went to Seattle, we'd fly down to Vegas. You couldn't go to nightclubs. There was a couple nightclubs off on another road, like Paradise Road, Flamingo Road. Like they were their own entities. It, one was called The Drink. Mm-hmm. And you would go there. It was like a separate building entity. There was no nightclubs in the casinos. There was no Tao. There was no name them all whatever um they they didn't exist what existed in the casinos were lounge acts and we had a lot of fun there and we did a lot of things and had a lot of fun and sometimes i still even though they're lounge acts i still ended up on stage either dancing or singing or whatever that doesn't happen now do you know who you may be able to pitch this idea to lisa lisa might really she might think that's a great idea sarah 
Like, you never know. She's opening restaurants left and right in Vegas. Lisa and, like, Mark Cuban. Someone old enough to appreciate that. I mean, and then and then Era? picture, picture like, Nicolaine designing it. It could be... It could be huge. Mm-hmm. I, I and don't I, know. I could pitch it to her as, like, a piano bar with a jazz musician. But then it's, like, going to go into, like, R&B. And then it's going to go into some blues. And then it's going to go into, like... Hey, not karaoke, but like that way it was. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yes, that Vegas, that old Vegas feeling. I like that idea. That's good. Well, that was my dream. Because that was, I figured I could aspire to that and I could do that. I'm not going to be much more than that. And that was okay with me. And I was okay with that. Yeah. But yeah. that dream died when Vegas changed. Yeah, and then they demolished the Stardust. They demolished the Aladdin. They demolished the Sahara. Yeah, they demolished the Continental. I watched like two of them blow up. Like one time, I was on the side of the cabbie, pre Uber, pulled over on the side of the freeway. <laughs> it was like New Year's Eve. I'm like, I gotta get to my party, but it was like a big New Year's Eve. It was a big planned blow up, and I actually don't regret it for a second because it was like the coolest thing to see. Because, you know, when you're on the Strip, you can see it from such a great, you know, kind of like when you're at the Palms or the Rio and you can see the, the Strip with such a great vantage point. Yeah. Um, so, like, I saw it blow up and, and be, you know, imploded, not exploded, imploded. And it was, like, crazy to watch that. Sad, because the best places I stay, they've all demolished. Yeah. Oh, man. I can imagine that'd be really hard to watch. Like for <laughs> Did one, you stay at the Aladdin before. I... I don't think so. No. Before it was well, it's now it's, it's Planet Hollywood now, but you know, they still kind of they didn't actually demolish that. They just totally I stayed at like the, like the Excalibur. I've stayed at. Um... Oh yeah, that that used to be like thirty dollars a night too. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. So. Where are Diary we? show. Yes. Oh, gosh. Now, I... So she's talking about doing the diary show. Okay, go on. Sorry. I just... I remember... This is the first time that Annabelle and I connected as we were messaging about this show because her and I were going to go to it. <laughs> like, we were literally mm. going to go watch the diary show and then it didn't end up working out, but that was... So, like, I literally remember this time very really? well. Really? Yes. Wow. I didn't know you were talking to her that early. Yeah. Um, yeah, because... Okay, I... Re- yeah. What I noted was I didn't realize, because we all know Ariana as she is now. Yes. And has been on several seasons. I didn't realize, watching back this early season, which is really her first season or two she's really kind of cocky and it's it's very anti her yes now. well I remember not being I honestly was not an Ariana fan probably until season five I guess because yeah I yeah. wasn't I, I it turned me off for some reason I thought that she was like 
really on her high horse and thinking she was better than everyone and you know being such coming off as such a big Kristen fan it bugged me how she started blackballing her from the group and stuff well and I think because like you know as a normal watcher you were inclined to not be a Kristen fan um, just because like moral code she fucked Stassi's boyfriend and Oh, although, you know, season one, I was not a Stasi fan, and I was on the team everybody else until we realized the truth. So we're just conditioned to not like Kristen, so therefore we must like Ariana. But watching it back, and now knowing Ariana the way she is now, it's so, it's like, it was so different because it's so weird because she's cocky and condescending. And I mean, we know that from that, I'm, and she hates this. Like, I'm prettier than her. I'm smarter than her. Yeah. It's so not what she's about right now. So, and I know she hates that being brought up, but, well, you know, it is what what, it is. is. No, a lot of the things she was saying, it was just, yeah, it was um, like, ooh, I I don't know. I mean, it was like. It was very cocky. She was, oh, I've done tons of shorts. They get millions of views. And I'm like, I'm not a comedian that can act I'm an actor that's funny and understands comedy and I was like oh this is kind of a precursor to the whole scene of her talking about Rachel O'Brien on the beach and now I understand a lot more you know how offensive that was not only obviously to Rachel but to Kristen it's like yeah she was coming off very cocky and egotistical and demeaning yeah and I I can't wonder I can't help but wonder if the editors and the producers picked up on that you know and they they knew that that would like just kind of you know fan the flame a little bit because um like you said once you meet Ariana that is like the that's really not how she is and when you talk to her she's so down to earth so cool and like it's actually like truly confusing like if you coming off watching the show from like this season and you know whatever and then you meet her and you're like oh my gosh I I was shocked and you wouldn't even have to I mean now yes you wouldn't even have to meet her um yes it made a huge difference at that point back then but like just watching her social media and her commentary and her how her insecurities and her struggles with anxiety and depression and it's like this is just so opposite of her so was she putting on a a shell front or was she put like it's just everything she's saying is so like opposite of how she is so it was weird to watch it because I guess when we watched it before we didn't know and probably I would have hated her but maybe because we were so painted into we have to hate Kristen because Kristen did this horrible thing. We're like, oh, doesn't even matter what this girl says or how cocky or egotistical she is. She's better. And now that I look at it, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Hey, why did we why did we like her? No, I love her now. And I loved her then. But now I'm thinking back and like, huh, that's she's kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I I didn't I didn't love her this season. Um 
Yeah, I had a. It, it took me a while to warm up to her and to see. I, I really, honestly think that in um, this season and some of the comments she made before, I think she had a huge wall up. I think she was really coming off of that bad relationship with that other dude. I think that there was a lot going on, and I we've seen like major growth in her as a character, you know, for sure. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that makes sense too because the guy she was with that was like just downplaying like like who would do reality TV or trash person so she was kind of yeah his high horse yes a, a little bit maybe. yeah for sure yeah he was like you know like just not celebrate like it, none of her accomplishments were good enough for him and I think she found you know such an opposite support system and Sandoval you know and it was and I think it took her a while to like congratulate herself too and like calm down on kind of the comments that she's making here like oh I do this this and this like I think you know as time went on and she grew more like she realized like Ugh, you know maybe that's I didn't yeah. mean it like that it she still may mean it but I think it just came off yeah different than she would want it to yeah for sure because it's, it's night and day it was it was weird for me to watch I'm like how is this the same girl but then again yeah still off the influence of that previous guy and how oh they're trash tv so maybe she was trying to make herself to impress him still even though it was her ex like, yeah look well, and I'm i also i also people. yeah in the moment you know we didn't know what was going we didn't we don't know the future um i thought she she played for sure a character that they wanted her to play you know like there's the Kristen character and then there's ariana like she did a great job at you know yeah. playing that character but yeah it is watching it back is like crazy and she's just not a a bragger and so when i saw that clip of she's like oh, i've done tons of shorts and they all get millions of views like she's she's not a bragger like that yeah but that season and and then also the beach scene she's like mm, you know the i study sketch comedy you know it's, it's it's always the running joke of every you know her and rachel and blah 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 and Kristen. like i study it seriously like yeah that's a running joke but she wouldn't say things like that now or take herself seriously like that so you know it's also maybe youth plays into it but i also feel like she will still let like a couple of comments fly like that like in the in our current seasons you know where you're like oh but it's like for every one comment that she makes like she like she's quiet for like seven others so right, when she like, finally like lashes out it's funny and it's like we kind of allow it because it's like she deserves to say that you know oh uh, yeah I guess when you think about it that's true like remember like when she was warning Billy Lee about doing uh, Stassi's yeah podcast. yeah so yeah yeah she gets them in so the boys roll back uh, into Sir. Oh, Elisa's like, where are you? You better be here. And they're like, we're on our way, Lisa, we swear. So then they walk in and um, and she's like, do you have your uniforms? So they pull up in the alley and Lisa right away sees the tattoos. And she asks if they're permanent and says it's the worst tattoo that she's ever seen um, regarding um, T. Sandy. Poor T. Sandy. I feel like T like T Sandy is like 
so uh you know into his image and everything like this was a real lapse in judgment well i didn't realize he didn't have any other tattoos ever yeah and i like i like i said i pride myself on that and you it's like it's it's the new thing to not have tattoos like clean skin that's the new trend it is i still love you know are you asking me a question or yeah yeah is it really well, I'm just declaring it, and also okay. you and you and I declared scrunchies long before. Oh my gosh, that's and so that's on. very satisfying to see that yeah. come full Thank circle. Thank you, Caitlin Bristow. Thank you, Sheena, for believing in our vision. I know you followed our lead. Yeah, uh, but I feel like having no tattoos is the new thing. It's you know clean skin. Um, still love the people that have them. No just on that. I think it's great, and I think. You know, now it's all acceptable and no one should have judgment. I love that part because, you know, our parents' age are like, ooh, you could have, you know, ooh. Oh my it's gosh, not no. like that anymore. No, I love like looking at people's, like the art they choose to put on their body. It's so 100%. cool. Me too. Um, and like I'm, love after I'm jealous <laughs> that I haven't. That. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, dude, if I was locked up, I would get tatted up for sure. Oh, oh God, I would not at all. It's so unsanitary. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And if I was a dude, I would be so tatted up. Oh. Uh, yes. I don't want a broken number pencil, too, with a fucking battery made from some weird-ass shit wires that they got from us. Yeah. Dude, that's I'm so good. hardcore. I, yeah, I, I don't need that toxicity in my life. Oh my gosh, you would you would do it? I would do it. Well, then well, why you get a legit one in a safe place, like I, a safe? I'm scared. I, yeah, I'm scared. I'm I'm really scared to but do it. But you're not scared in prison. You should be scared in prison with all well, that. If I, I mean, like, if I was if I was in there for life, and like that's my new like way of living, like I'm gonna like go full force for life. But what if you were in there for like four years? I mean, I definitely would want, like, a souvenir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, like, one tattoo. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't get, like, sleeved up or anything. I I don't know. I don't know. It would depend. It would depend. How about a teardrop? Oh, my God. (laughs) I remember I wanted to get a teardrop, like, at the fair. I wanted them to do it to me and then go work at the law office. And I was like, should I? And then I also wanted, like, a Monroe piercing... I, I I've definitely gone through some some changes. Did you want a real one or a fake one? What a teardrop or a Monroe? And a Monroe. A real. Oh. oh. I, yeah. Did you want the like the big gap like? Ew. The ear. I can't even look at people with that earlobe thing. Oh, and you know what I like that what grosses me out the most is people say it smells. Uh, well, I hope we're not offending anyone that has that. Sorry if you have that. Like, it's cool. Uh, but I've just yeah, heard that. You're welcome to our premiere party, but I'm just going to have to look away. <laughs> so if you, could wear, if you could wear earmuffs, cool. If you don't have any, I have some. <laughs> I have some. That works, too. Um, oh, speaking of, I did get some deluxe headphones on my flight back. I had first class. little disappointed, though. I thought I was getting a pod, you know, like the whole bubble. Uh-huh. I was so excited. The the most, more than the ocean. I was like, I can't wait to get, I feel like Stassi, I can't wait to get my bubble pod. 
can watch my movies, you can get my drinks, and blah, blah, but no one can see me. And I was so excited for, like, months. I'm like, it's been so long. And I've only been in a pot a couple times. Um, and it said that on the, like, little diagram. I'm like, oh, I get a pod. No, wasn't a fucking pod. Granted, I will say it was a, a sleeper seat. So you could go all the way and lay flat. Oh, my gosh. And I could watch my movies, got my drinks. I had a lot of space. However, this is a problem. So I was waiting, you know, in the you know boarding area, and this guy, and he looks at me, but you can't tell because you know you're wearing masks, and he looks and he does like the eye thing, and like I know he's smiling and like ooh, and so I look behind me, I'm like, is he looking at a family member? Like I hope so, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, so I'm not sure. So I just kind of do the Minnesota like. <laughs> halfway nice eye smile mm-hmm. and I'm like eh. yeah let's not engage because I'm not sure if you're talking to me or if you're looking at me and like mm. and so then I get on and I, I'm like oh god he's my seatmate I was supposed to have the one singular one oh. for some reason the airplane changed me so I was in a person next to me which should be for couples and I don't even have my headphones on. But I pretended like I did. I'm such a dick. And here he is. <laughs> it's that guy. No. It's that guy. And he goes, oh, boy. Are we neighbors? Oh, boy. And I ignored him. <gasps> like, I had my headphones on because I was thinking normally I, I, normally I board with headphones on to deter all conversations possible. <sighs> But I forgot that I didn't have them on, so I was ignoring them like it did. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You don't have your headphones on. I'm being a dick. And so I lay, it was like a 20-second delay. And then I look over, like, barely turtle turned my head. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess so. Immediately turned my head. Immediately put my headphones on because I'm an asshole. And I'm just like, I already felt the vibe out there. And I clearly, he wasn't looking at someone else. Clearly, he was just trying to do a vibe there. And then, yeah, so I'm an asshole. Yes, I, I own that. Okay? I'm owning it. Okay, wait. Is this a pineapple guy? I mean, the pineapple. avocado guy? No. No, that was on the flight there. Oh, darn. That was a gay guy. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> I just thought that was fucking interesting. That, yeah, that is interesting. So anyway, so then I'm like doing my own thing and I keep reclining. Oh, and the chair, it also has a massager. <gasps> what? Yeah, so it's like a fucking uh, like pedicure place. You know, I'm like, oh, there's a massager. So I'm trying out oh all my angles. Gosh. There's, a, there's a footstool that extends out so you can put your feet up and you can you could recline like a lazy boy or lazy boy or you can lay flat. The okay. problem is, there's no partition. There's a, a, a big space, like, table okay. between us. Okay. But if I were to lay flat, and he were to lay flat, You'd and if be- we were both looking inward, we'd be, like, gazing into each other's <sighs> eyes laying flat. That's fucking awkward. This sounds, like, this sounds like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> well, I guess it could have been. He oh. probably would have liked to have been. 
So I noticed, like, I kept reclining at different, and then he'd look, look, and you know when someone's looking at you? Yes. And you just like, okay, don't look. I'm like, just keep focused on the TV. So I had to keep a movie on the whole time. Because sometimes I just like to pretend. I have headphones on almost, I'll say 98% of the time, I have headphones on an airplane. I'm not listening to anything. It's just a turret. I like the silence. I like to check out. I like to, but I like the headphones to keep people from talking to me. I yes. I'm a dick. Sorry. And, but this time it wasn't worth, I, it wasn't sufficient because <laughs> he was still talking to me with my headphones on. So I had to put a movie on. And so I would stare at the screen like I'm really engrossed in this movie. And I could see him to the, you know, when someone looks over and they keep the look over. Because they know you see it, and they're waiting for you to, like, catch the glance and look. But I refused to do it. Oh refused to do it. He did it three times. And then, guess what this motherfucker did? What? So then, they bring, like, our food shit. And, uh, you know, we're eating our food. And then he literally picks up this fucking Giardelli chocolate. And extends his arm into my face. Waving in front of my face, like, would you like this? Oh, because I'm a lady, I want a chocolate. And I'm like, uh, like, I know it's a nice gesture. Julie's already called me an asshole because she said it was a nice man giving you a chocolate. That's really, I, that's really nice. Well, I think it's invasive. And (laughs) (laughs) just because I'm a chick, I want a fucking chocolate. I'm like, I'm like, oh, so now I have to acknowledge him. He's tried to chat me up three times. I clearly embodied in my podcast or movie. And he keeps looking over. And now he has to get my attention because he's shoving the chocolate up my nose. Did you, decl- like, Did you decline? Of course. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't like those anyways. I'm not. I'm not that. I don't like caramel. Giardelli chocolates. It's not my game. Um, maybe if he waved a little bottle in front of my face, I might have taken it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just didn't like the. Uh, oh, maybe this. He'd already tried, and I was just like, just because we're seated. Like, yes, I'm. I'm not saying I'm not being friendly. I said hello. Yeah. No, nice he he, he he took it. He chat. He took a chance, you know. I got to hand it to him, but that's fair that you didn't want it. Oh, now you're the second person that said I'm an asshole. It was a really nice gesture of him. So now I feel like a dick, but <laughs> I didn't want the chocolate anyways. Even if it was in my own food thing, I wouldn't have eaten it. It's not my thing. I would have saved it and given it to, you know, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, or not, because... I would have given it to the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, I was like, oh, huh, thank you. No, thank you, though. Went back to my movie. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, I don't I- know. I just don't need to be hit on when I'm held hostage in a situation in a chair. And then when the movie was over, I did want to recline and try to enjoy the bad situation because it's the only time I can. Usually, I'm, like, packed like cattle on a Southwest flight or something. I'm like, let me enjoy this situation. But I'm like, well, clearly. So I laid flat. Well, then, like, my boobs are standing up, and he's doing the... I'm like, all right, so I'm going to turn to the left, and I'm going to face the aisle. And then it's like, oh, is he going to be looking at my butt now? So I'm like, I'm just not comfortable. And then 
Julian made a good point. She's like, well, if there's no partition, she's like, what if you're laying down and he's laying down? It's like you're laying in bed together. I'm like, yes, exactly. So I had to keep like back up to the recline position. Oh my God. That is hilarious. I don't know. It's just like, I was so looking forward to that little pod and it didn't happen. And then I had like Lee Lu looking at me and like, if I had the one on the end, the wind, it unfortunate because there's these three girlfriends and they were on a big trip together and they were in the single seats one next like boom 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 and they all kept getting up and talking I'm like two of you could have been together and the other one could have been on the side like that would have been a better situation and I could have been the single person I don't know it just man but again I'm not gonna complain it's like uh privilege problems uh that's funny though so I, I the only reason I was in that because I was on a work trip and my company felt so guilty that I was going to Florida of all places and I was really extending myself being a team player putting myself at risk they wanted me to fly first class really great really great and I just felt guilty about it because I'm like "Mm, I've flown other places during COVID and coach so I'm like I didn't feel like ethically cool about it like oh I can fly coach on my own time but on yours you better fly me I don't know it just felt weird to me yeah so I split the difference with them I'm like oh I'm gonna fly coach this way and you know I do get emergency row on my airline and I get my own space and free bags and whatever I'm like okay and then it was like it was a really great deal it was not an expensive ticket at all maybe because I got it a long time ago people weren't still buying tickets but um so I got the the one way back first class and I don't know I just um I don't want to sound like a a bitchy no, privileged and it was just, you know, I was really looking forward to it. It was a little vacation. I mean, have you, have you checked, like, <laughs> Craigslist misconnections? Like, maybe the guy posted and he's like, <laughs> we sat in a on a seat together. You reclined. I offered you chocolate. But I saw something in your eyes that said maybe you wanted more. <laughs> Hit me up. Well, you know, if he had laid flat and I laid flat and we looked the same direction, maybe something would have happened. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, actually, it would have been ideal if it was like, you know, I was down for that. But Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mile High Club. Yeah. I mean, I could see it happening. It just wasn't what I wanted to happen. Yeah. I get it. Oh, no. We got off kilter here. So. Um... It, it, it's all about. It's that damn Bubba tattoo and jail and all. Okay. Okay. So. Fish of the day. Um, so Katie, Katie was kind of like into the tattoo, which I thought was <gasps> cute, you know? Oh my gosh. I, um, shoot, I made a note about this because, oh yes. You know what it reminded me of? This is literally in my notes and it's in caps so that I would not forget it. Okay. Okay. Schwartz is like, oh, well, do you like it? Do you like it? Literally, when Katie spoke, I was like in deja vu from Sunset Music Festival. So it's really weird you just brought that up because literally Katie's response was, I think so. Oh my and gosh. Then after that, I wrote, 
like Holly with Chad Michael Murray. Do you follow me? Yeah. I think so. Oh my god. So when Katie said that, I was like immediately transported to Holly saying that to Chad Michael Murray. And it's so fucking weird that you just brought up Sunset Music Festival without even God. this point. This is really weird. It's like like if oh I know like if somebody says I think so or Chad Michael Murray like either one I'm immediately transported back to that mo- like I will right. like I feel like I think that's like what like an acting class like they have you draw on a moment like that you know to get the the right reaction out of you like that would I think that may be like the the thing in my life I could draw from like to get either emotional <laughs> or something or pure embarrassment or like well, lying to us cel- I, I don't know it was just like like well, why I did mean, i you follow me right i like why could i not give so? an authentic reaction why didn't i just say no i don't like i literally was like i uh, i was so or just shocked like, yeah of course i was so freaking shocked i i did not know what to do oh man and this was really back in the time when you like, you don't follow everyone you like ever love. Well, it's just I, I just I just I felt like he was Brandon ass- Walsh. Like he was assuming that I was like such a diehard fan of him. It's like, dude, <laughs> I watch Soapnet and I like One Tree Hill. Like I'm not a diehard fan. Like I just like want yeah. a picture with you, motherfucker. Like it's not that. I'm, it, God, like yeah. that's what I wanted to say to him and like his little ego. It's like, dude, I just want a picture with you. Hey, you're not Brandon Walsh. God. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. It's like, you're. I'm not that big of a fan. I don't know. Like, I watched it too, but it was neither, it was not in either of our heydays. We watched that show as adults. Yes, exactly. You watched it on SoapNet. I watched it because my niece Amanda was into it. And I, you know, this was after 902 when it was done. I'm like, oh, I kind of like this show. Yeah. It was reminiscent of that. But it wasn't the same. No. <laughs> um, but yes, I did. I Now jumping back to Vanderpump Rules. I did notice that um, the, the Bubba, like this was like a big Bubba time. The, like there, I wrote in my notes here, Bubba, it's tender. Oh, Bubba. Bubba. Like yeah. I, there was just like a lot of Bubbas. So um, Katie and- has. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't know. I was just like, Kitty has that reaction, which is positive. Yeah. And then Ariana and Jason was like, so what do you think? And she's like, ew, that's so gross. Why would you ruin your ass? <laughs> who? who? <laughs> and then someone, I don't know if it was Ariana or Katie or, some, or one of the guys that were seeing the unveiling of the butt tattoo, but someone said, is it a dragon? <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's a bacon. Yeah, it's it not a dr- look, it's not a dragon. <laughs> it does look like it's somewhere in between. Like I'm just dying. <laughs> like that. It, it's just like such a great drunk tattoo where you're like, you know what? I want to get an A for Ariana, but let's make it a bacon. Like it, he could have got an A for like. And that could have doubled as like for the angels or something, or like Los Angeles, or he's or, or I'm a Type A personality, or or like <laughs> something. No, it was like dragon on fire, <laughs> bacon. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I you know, and oh the, and then god. she straight up says she's like I really do hate it. <laughs> do you know what we've probably missed 
as well as every other researcher and podcaster in the world. What? Why have we not interviewed that tattoo artist? Holy shit. And wondering, okay, because granted, Jack says he's always on t- uh, always on air, right? Like, are you sure you want to get a name? But where's the bacon egg tattoo artist? Why can't we track him down? You know what would be another great um, like station for our um, our viewing party is like a, a we could get little tattoos. Mate, you can either get the Bubba tattoo or the bacon a, or in Sheena's. Yeah. It's it's all happening. Like we have a little station. You can go get the little spritz bottle, put on a little tattoo. Can we just make those? Isn't there someone on Etsy that can I'm make those sure. for us? Totally. I, I think that would be super fun. And and then, you know, like our last viewing party was so awesome because we went out and we met the entire cast after. Like, could you imagine how excited um, the Toms would be to see our tattoos on our butts? <laughs> oh, okay. It, Coming I, sooner I, than later. All right, let's look You guys, I mean, the ideas are just flowing right now. I, I don't know. And maybe you guys know of people that can make your own temporary tattoos and if we want to, su- if you have friends, let's support your friends because let's keep it in the family. If not, we'll try to seek it out. But uh, that's a great idea. I would also like really like a Stasi tattoo and then like crossed out. Like there's a oh, lot yeah. of tattoos we could do. You know, like Her we could, man. yeah, we could come in, you know. Well, I just like a, a Stasi one in her signature and then a Carmen one. Yeah. And then like both of them in like a, a crossed out. Yeah, you know. yeah, it could be really good. Um, right. Okay, so where are we? So, Brittany's moving to LA. Yes, We're talking about a joint birthday trip, but Kristen is not invited. But this is weird because something must have happened because now there's a shift where even Katie wants Kristen to come, and Sheena wants Kristen to come. So. You can see they're trying to get on board with like, okay, we need her back in the dynamic. We need, Stassi's gone. We need someone crazy back in our dynamic. Because why all of a sudden is Katie cool with Kristen all of a sudden? Okay, now, now she knows this is like one of my, you know, like if we are ever going to, like let's say the show ends in two years and we end the podcast and we move on to do something else. If ever in like 10 years, if we're like, we're getting... Vanderpump Rules Party's coming back. We're going to, like, get all the secrets from the show. This would be one of my, like, biggest questions. When something like this happens, is the person sitting there desperate to film and, like, someone is truly blocking them from filming? Like, we we saw this happen with Kristen. We saw this happen with James. We saw this happen with Lala. Through the yeah. history of the show, there's been times where we as the viewers felt the person was like kind of blocked from the group. Like, I want to know, is that something that was like organic or were they kind of like, you know, busted from filming? You know, like wh- whatever the situation was. That's yeah. like such a huge question of mine. But yeah, I... Um, a true secrets revealed. Yes. Um, what I really liked about this, and I liked Katie in this episode, um, because... Yeah. She kind of referenced the fact that the Kristen being barred from hanging out with the group felt a little reminiscent of the Stassi days. Um, and I thought, you know what? It's true because when you have, you know, one group or one person saying this person can't hang out with us and the other people are all kind of all, you know, everyone's ready to move on. 
it um it did feel very Stasi esque. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was like super interesting, and that seemed to this this comes later, but that seemed to really piss off Tom and Ariana too. They didn't like that when when they brought that up again. Exactly. Um. Okay. So yeah. So Kristen Kristen is single and um, wants Jax. Jax will be her wingman, and um. Well, they, first I noticed um, Sandoval when his mom came. She was flashing pictures. I'm like, it was really weird to me because I had just seen a story of Ariana's like a week before. Uh-huh. Um, Sandoval looked like a young Josh Hartnett. And Ariana had posted, like, I, I, I literally watched this episode. And like a few days later, Ariana posted something about a young Josh Hartnett. And I was like, holy shit. First of all, he just reminded me of young Josh Hartnett. And now you're posting. So I think Ariana must have a thing for Josh Hartnett like I did. Do you know in Santa Monica I had Josh Hartnett's poster on the back of my bedroom wall? I feel like Julie told me that. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was old as fuck. Um, and did you know that I met him? No. Okay. So I was on a flight. Um, this is when I lived in Santa Monica. Flight from LAX to Minnesota, which is where he's from. And oh, such a I this is my Chad Michael Marie Holly dumb fuck moment. Okay, okay. I even got it together for the Backstreet Boys a little bit, but this one because I loved him so much, like he was going to be my man for life, and it was you know still feasible at that time. Yeah, and, <laughs> in my mind. Anyways, so I board and I see him in first class. Okay. I was not upgraded at that point in my life. And I'm like, oh, my man, my man, like literally died for him. Uh, I'm dying. So I sit down and then in front of me is this girl. She's like 14. She's freaking out with her mom. Her mom's freaking out. And she's like, go talk to him. You're 14. He'll have to be nice to you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like peeping through the seats oh yeah you gotta do it you have to do it so we're all like you're all egging her on okay yeah and then her mom's like go tell him who your father is and I'm like oh, who's her father well her father is like the producer of NCIS okay you know that show uh-huh. and I'm like oh I got some big wigs in front of me okay she's like mom I'm not gonna do that she's like well you know maybe he's looking for work you know cause at this point it was past Pearl Harbor it was like you know he hadn't done anything for a while, but we still loved him. Right. She's like, just just say, oh, my dad. Uh, she's like, mom, I'm not doing that. She's like, fine, I'll go up to him, though. So she did go up to him, and she comes back. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a 14-year-old girl now. And I peep through the seats. I'm like, how'd it go? What do you say? What do you <laughs> and she's talking to me like we're both 14-year-old girls. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, <laughs> And we're like, she's like, oh, no, he was really nice. And he, you know, he took a picture with me and blah, blah, blah. And her, her mom's like, did you tell him who your dad is? And she's like, no, mom. And anyways, the whole funny thing story, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I had this whole flight to think about, oh, here's Josh Hartnett. You know, the weird thing is, so, what? you know, Marty, Michaela's mom, right? Yes. She literally on that flight had given me this D of... Uh, DVD called Here on Earth starring Josh Hartnett 
um, Lily Sobieski and then um, the dude that was engaged to Katie Holmes before Tom Cruise. That dude. Oh, what the hell is Well, whatever. Yeah. So it was those three were the stars. Well, it was filmed in Canada Fault, you know, where I'm from. Okay. It it was filmed there. And the, the little town next to it, Angelique is from but it's not even really a town it's like 200 people so it was filmed there so Michaela's mom gives this DVD to me she's like well you know a lot of people from town worked on this and I know how you love Josh Hartnett here's the DVD it was in my fucking hand uh, backpack okay Okay. that should have been conversation enough no I had the whole flight to think about this I go down to baggage claim. Guess who walks up, stands right next to me at baggage claim. Oh, my God. He looks at me. He does the, like, eye squint and the upside-down smile like Schwartz does. Like no. Like people do. Like, you're smiling. You give them the upside-down smile like, hmm, hey, you know? Yeah. That's what I do. That's what Schwartz does. That's what Josh Hartman does. He's standing next to me. Then he has a person, like a driver come that's you know gonna drive them and help them with the bags or whatever but we're standing there well this is before Delta new policy I think we're still on Northwest Airlines at this point and it's like 45 minutes I'm literally standing next to him for 45 minutes I can't think of a I'm I'm Holly with Chad Montgomery I cannot think I'm Holly with the Guillermo headlights filming (laughs) I'm here in headlights Holly and I can't think of a fucking thing to say. You know, all I had to fucking say is pull out of my fucking handbag or backpack and be like, oh, this is weird. Here, I live here in L.A. And my sister just gave me this DVD of you, your new film or, you know, recent film filmed in my hometown. Wouldn't that have been a great icebreaker? Yes. Yeah. Did I think of that? No. No. Instead, I just gave him the upside down smile back. And then maybe like, you know, 25 minutes into it. Sure is taking a long time for these bags. Yep. Like, come on, lady. Get some fucking game. I missed my fucking opportunity. So when Ariana posted this throwback of Josh Hartnett, like this was literally just a couple weeks ago. And then the Sandoval episode, I'm like. It all came flooding back to you. I loved him like you love him. And also Sandoval looked like him. I, I understand why you love Sandoval now. I totally get it. Oh totally get it. Gosh. Did you see what Heather posted in our group today? She's like, you know, normally I would never, ever diss my honey. She's like, he doesn't look as great as here. His spark in his eye is gone. And um, she's like, he's so much better in person. And I so I commented, like, you and I experienced him. I'm like... He is so much more magnetic and charismatic and electric in person. Like, he comes alive because I've never been like a, oh, my God, Tom Sandoval. I've never been that girl. No. But in person, he is just so much greater. Yeah, it's true. You know, remember when you were like, he was like Twilight or something? Like, just I mean, no, he just like when you, when he, I mean, Chad you know Chad had never seen him in person and he was just like it's 
he just seems famous. I, I don't know what it is. He's so tall, and he just, the way, the way he carries himself, you're just like, oh my god, who's that? And then you're like, oh my god, it's Tom Sandoval. You know, it's, he's yeah, very, well, very stunning Ariana's, in person. At Ariana's Frank Euros thing, that's when I first, like, we'd t- I'd seen him before, but he was just very electric in that in that zone and then you know i i said in my comment too schwartz is like that yeah he's just so much more in person just you're like oh i get it yeah it's true anyway um seeing lala in person same thing um but i i have to say i'm so sorry randall that i have to say this but randall isn't like that in person <laughs> It's really? a, it's this it's the second time I've seen him, you know, like right very very close up and like same. He just he just looks like exactly how he does on TV. You know, like uh, there's no um <laughs> Someone posted his baby picture and he looks exactly the same as he did when he was a baby. <laughs> and I'm like, he did. <laughs> like it wasn't even a diss. It's like they're like some some babies look like old men. But I'm like, he did look like him. That's he's just hilarious. It's just a bigger version of his baby picture. But no, I I, I agree with Lala too. She's yeah, yeah. Person, like her body, we're just like you yeah. know, either one of us swing that way, which is you know great if you do. But we were like probably questioning ourselves. We're like, yeah, I I <laughs> was definitely swinging that way. I was like, whoa, <laughs> damn. I was just like okay, I gotta go to the gym. (laughs) Yeah, and and again, seeing her in person at the dog day thing, and, you know, knowing that she has a brand new baby she's holding, I mean, she just, she looked incredible. She really did. She, she's just, yeah, she looks great. I think they're all looking great. They are. They are all on top of their game. And during COVID, it's like, we would all cut them like a little break, you know, and be like, dude, it's been a rough year. Like, you know, take a little time for some self-care but they have all really yeah they all look really good yep all right so cringe uh kristen <laughs> shows cringe, up in her cringe uh, and kristen favorite, i know cringy kristen shows up in her favorite plunge neckline romper yes with Jax as her wingman and kristen's like hm, i know i'm a catch and uh she's like i've been in therapy for nine months mostly about James but it should be about Tom and I'm like well yeah it's probably more about Tom like yeah uh, and and then Jax is like you are a catch this sells itself and he points to her he's like you're beautiful this, and then it was a like, little yeah that was a little Chris, hard to watch Kristen because then Kristen does her cutesy nose crinkle thing yes her famous she's famous for her shoulder shrug and her nose crinkle yes She's like, oh shucks. Yeah. And uh, and then Jax goes on. He's like, the only thing that will fuck it up is her mouth. Well, okay. And, tr- you know, Jax Fair. does drop the truth bombs a lot, man. Like, yeah. I, I have to hand it to him. That's why I think he would be good on a show like Big Brother or something. Because I think he could, you know, ruffle some people's feathers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and then she hooks up with this guy that he looks like he's 42, but he's like 24. Okay, so this, I, I have to tell you about this guy. So, this, um, this guy was, is like a major fixture at the Belmont, this dude. Um, really? Yes. And, um, 
he is friends with one of my friends who did this whole remember that guy that that I went to we were going to go to the Belmont but yes so he's friends with him and he's like kind of like a big deal uh or he was a big deal back in the day I mean he's he's definitely had some successes and stuff but um he was on this series if you guys are ever bored and you want to watch something that's really effing funny that did not get enough um shit back in the day. I think I have mentioned this before, but it's called Mass Holes. Go to YouTube, type in Mass Holes. It's a whole series. It starts with like episode one and goes to like episode 16 or something. They did this literally like 12 years ago and it is with Kenny Wormwald, you know, from Footloose. And it is so freaking good. I mean, honestly, you guys, watch it and tell me what you think. It's really good. But, um, yeah, so that guy is the star of that little series. And when I saw him on there, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, so it's totally one of – it's like one of their friends for sure. And they're all still – they're all still friends on Instagram and everything. Because they were like, oh, you're not an actor or a model? You're in. Yeah. It's like, "Mm, wow. mm." <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So that was I went as soon as I, said, I saw that I'm like Chad, look, and we were like, oh my god, it's the guy from Massholes. Wow. Oh, see the funny things you know watching later on. Yeah, totally. Um. Okay, I just have to talk about um T Sandy's mom for a second. I love her. I thought that her visit was so cute. I love that she told a little story about T. Sandy, about his talent show, and she just seemed, like, so proud of him, and it was really cute. Well, I just love, I thought you would like her accent. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, well, talking about the tattoo, she's like, well, serves you right there, mister. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. You got a tattoo? Well, serves you right there, mister. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, I love also, it. I also felt um, she's a badass, and she looked hot as hell when they showed all the you know bikini photos. Oh, and totally. Young, mom, but she's a firefighter, like badass single mom. Um, and, and I liked the part where you know her and Ariana and Tom kind of had a moment, and she was like, you know, I'm really happy that you're with Tom. Like he seems really happy now. Um, yeah. It, it was just kind of a cute moment. And I remember, you know, watching the first time I ever watched, feeling kind of bad for Kristen in that moment. Like, that would suck having, you know, your ex-boyfriend's mom be like, this is much better. You know, like, I don't know. That that sucks. But yeah. um, now well, it's kind of... It seems like they already knew each other. She'd already visited. You know, which that would hurt, too. Yeah. Well, you've already visited his family and his parents. and yeah. So, um, Lala, James, hey, Poppy, and then they kiss, and it's just an interesting dynamic, like the back and forth with Lala and James at this point. Yeah. She puts on her baby voice with him, and she's like, hey, Poppy, what's poppin'? And then it goes to her confessional, and she's like, has her normal lower voice. Like, she's kind of like an Erica Jane, like... Erica will talk like, yeah, I'm Erica Jean. And then when she's like trying to be sad, she's like, no one goes knows what goes on with me and Tom. It's like Lala does that too. Like her podcast voice is the yeah, and then like her baby voice with Jax or James. Hey, Daddy. Like it's like a Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Like everyone says, like, oh, we don't know that voice. Like. 
all of a sudden we met her and she has this low voice but we're used to simple nice voice like hey that's hot I 100% think that like I don't know if this is I don't know I feel like Lala does not know herself yet Lala is still very young and she is like constantly not being I, I don't think she's being authentic to herself a lot and she's uncomfortable even though she claims that she's very comfortable I think that you know as she grows and you know just like we see Ariana and these you know she's changed so much I think we're gonna see Lala change and come into her own a little bit more that's actually really what I'm looking forward to in this upcoming season I really hope that it'll be interesting to see what her motherhood journey is and like what's going on with her and Randall and she's got a lot to juggle she's still friends with Stassi and Brittany and the group and I know I know she's had a hard time you know fitting in with everybody again so I hope to see some big stuff from Lala I hope that you know she can like really be authentic the only thing I'm not super excited about is shit that's already played out. So they're going to play out her and Sheena's beef. Well, we've already been through that on social media and podcasts and interviews and not just their own podcasts, but the podcasts they've gone on with others. And it's like, so we're going to watch that play out. And we know now they're like friends and they're bonding over babies and everything. And, that's great it's just like we've already kind of been through this fight and this battle online and on podcasts so now it's just kind of replayed on tv so i'm a little yeah i i still want to hear what she has to say i want to hear what she has to say and why she did what she did like i i don't know i i just i i'm hoping there's a little twist in there something new because um yeah Yeah, what we know, you're right. It's not that, uh, it's not that great. You Um, know, she belittles her, because Lisa talks about that too in some interviews she was just on. She's like, well, you know, there is some, some talk on some podcasts and they have to resolve that and some belittling and like, yeah, she did it on your own show, Lisa, Overserved, when she's like, her D-list podcast and like, We've just kind of already been through it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I hope there's more than yeah. we've already seen and talked about. But, I so, mean, also that we know the end of it. It's Yeah. Know. Hopefully hopefully they're holding something back. I hope they've learned their lesson with that and they don't just give us what we already know. Um, yeah. Did you hear that Lisa said that uh, Brock is kind of in the hot seat this season? Yeah. That's interesting. Um. Yeah, I did. I hope there's some surprises. I hope. Come on, like give us something. Give us something. I don't yeah, want. Yeah, I would have <laughs> liked to probably seen. I mean, Brock's Brock is so alpha that him and Jax, I could have seen like some kind of dynamic there, like a little, you know, whereas like the Toms are gonna. We already know Sandoval and Ariana and Sheena and Brock, they get along great. They spent they spent a lot of time in COVID. Before that, they spent New Year's Eves together, birthday. So, you know, and Sandoval's that supportive character to an alpha. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked to maybe have seen an alpha, alpha, like kind of dog by Brock 
and Jax. But I don't know if that would have happened. Either I think Jax would have become more like old Jax with Brock. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, and then Brittany would be like, grow up! I don't know. I'm trying I'm struggling to see where the problem is going to be. Well, I'm sure it's going to be the girls going for him, which is, that's going to be annoying, you know? But, um... He's not as mature as Randall. Yeah. Yeah, because he's 25 years younger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I literally can't wait. Like, I hope we get to see soon. Okay, so what else happens in this episode? I feel like we're really making this one long. Um... So, okay, so what did you think about the the comedy diary thing? Well, exactly what I thought the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I I didn't think it was funny. I didn't. um, I mean, actually now looking back when they said, you know, Sandoval doesn't have journals. He just has song lyrics. That actually is really funny because that's like that whole like mixtape era and the fact that he was so emotional to like really pay attention to these song lyrics, it actually that strikes me funnier now than it did then because he's like, oh, these lyrics like that is funnier to me than um, Ariana's. Well, it's really kind of weird now because at the time when that aired, we didn't know she was fluid, so she's just making fun of herself being ignorant. But really, she was still hiding and covering up that part of her life, right? So, I don't know. I didn't think it was funny at the time, even though she was making fun of herself for being ignorant. It's just kind of weird now watching, knowing, you know, she's just, uh, I don't know. I just didn't think it was funny really at the time, other than poking fun at herself. But for someone that was like, (laughs) has tons of shorts with millions of views yeah it just yeah it was just like i just felt like so awkward and um exactly what i think it was schwartz that said it where he's like it's just horrible to come to one of these events and watch your friends bomb like it's just not it's not comfortable and i i definitely felt like that like i mean t sandy reading his lyrics was so cringy although i like you thought it was funny i it's hilarious um, and then Ariana, again, like, I guess knowing what we know now, whatever, like, it just came off as, like, sad. You know, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, that's yeah. really not even funny. And I don't think she thought it was funny. And now she's going up there trying to be funny. And this, like, is just, like, falling very flat because it's obviously something from her diary that did mean something. You know, like, it's yeah. like, it's, yeah, it was just like, ooh, yikes, yeah. that didn't age well. Right. So, um, at that same time, when they were walking in there, we have um, Lala telling, uh, well, okay, well, Inanna's face was Jax, and then Jax was like, I don't get it. And, like, <laughs> he's not getting it, his face isn't getting it, and he flat out says, I don't get it. And I'm like, I wrote, I kind of agree. Yeah. I kind of agree with Jax, I don't get it. Yeah. But then Lala walks in, she's like, to Jax, you gotta stop it walking in here looking all good but then James comes up and kisses Lala right in front of Jax and Jax tells um, 
you know, do that in front of me. And James is like, isn't your girlfriend coming soon? Yeah, yeah, she's coming Friday. But then oh, he tells this Wally. This was so good. Yeah, well, imagine watching a Britney. Yeah, 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 she's coming Friday, which she is. But then he tells Lala he's lying. She's not coming. I just said that to get him away from me. And there's just like... I mean, Jax is such a freaking liar. And, I mean, this is classic James, the way he called him out so quickly. Yeah. Um, Great. Yes. And, and I hope that this season with James that we still that he still is like that like I I don't know who his conflict is going to be with but I hope it's still there you know like I hope he has somebody to call out because it's hilarious yeah so uh, yeah but then Lala goes well whatever if he has a girlfriend or not that's not my problem yeah yikes (laughs) so Lala tells Jax he'll have to kiss oh Oh, for payback. Well, you'll just have to kiss me, baby, Poppy, in, in front of James. That's just the way it works. Yeah, and Jax was not into that. He's like, yeah. eh. Um, okay, so now uh, we're... Are, are they at Tom? Who? Where? Whose house are they at? They start talking about the joint uh, birthday party. Wait, so... I, I did, we did miss when they were talking about Vegas and then they talk about how the girls had their own thing and you know justice for Sheena I do remember posting this to um, whatever Instagram or Twitter and then to Sheena when um, was it Adam who said that she wasn't a good kisser yeah I think it was Adam and then I do remember pulling this footage but it was this season and Lala so Lala tells James that they all made out. And he's like, really? Who was the best kisser? And she's like, Sheena, dude. So props, you know, yeah. kudos there to Sheena. There's your shout out. Lala said you were the best kisser out of all the girls. Yep. So there it is, Adam. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Um, okay, so okay, so we're talking about the group trip, and the gang is like, um, I thought this was funny. They're like, uh, Jax is like, it's it's a no for James for me. James can't come. And Tom and Ariane are like, no, we don't mind if James comes. Um, this was also the big season of, of them kind of standing up for James and Lala, like, as it starts happening. Like, they, you know, they always go for the underdog. And um, and then they start bringing up Kristen, and they're like, you know, do you think maybe it's time for Kristen to come back into the the trip? They're like, no, no way. Um, Tom gets super mad, and Ariana is getting mad too. And Katie actually calls Sandoval Stassi, which yeah. really pisses Tom off because you know Sandoval. You know, when, when, who called him, uh, when, was it Stassi or someone else that said, you're just jealous of me? Oh, yeah, over the book thing? Yeah. You're jealous. You know how Sandoval hates that or the comparison thing? But this is early on because that was, that was two seasons later or three seasons later, right? When Sandoval's like, don't ever call me jealous of her. But Katie says that this season, you're, you're just like Stassi. Like trying to, because he's trying to bully and manipulate who can come and who can't. Yes. But that really pissed Tom off. It's his worst nightmare. 
Yeah. Um, but then Ariana yells at Katie and actually noted this is actually the first and probably only time I've heard Ariana scream. Like she screamed at Katie. Like we've heard her snap and quit back and we'll see that in season five. Like you're not important enough for me to hate that kind of thing of the shit she did with Stassi, but she doesn't ever scream. She screamed at Katie. And she's over like, this. yeah, she's like, Katie, shut up. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. Um, just the emotion that was going on between them. And, and Tom's like really angry. Cause he's like, how are you going to tell me like how, like when it's time for me to get over the breakup, the whole group is kind of looking at Tom and Ariana. They're like, dude, enough time has passed. You guys are happy together. Kristen is working on herself why can't she just come like why are you doing this and Tom is like really standing firm and he's like it's not you guys it's not your job to tell me when my timeline of being upset about this is over you know he's like not feeling it at all and Ariana is definitely agreeing and the rest of the group is kind of like well uh, let's move on and just not happening. And really it's his birthday granted I know they're doing a combo with him and Jax's birthday but it's like it's his birthday Christian was what became you know the the problem between Tom and and Jax so it's like and then she's broken up with James oh well we kind of yeah just really quick before we because we're at the end of this um show but just to go back Kristen went and tried to apologize to Ariana in the in the middle of this episode And it just did, Ariana really just didn't give her anything. She pretty much made her look stupid and be like, look, if that's what you need to do to feel better, then, you know, you apologize. But I don't care what you do, what you just stay away from me. Basically, just like, okay, Kristen, like you can go back and tell everybody that you said sorry, but I don't want you anywhere near me, which just kind of squashes the dream of Kristen coming on this trip or whatever. And this is why I would like to know, like, uh, did the did a producer say, look, Kristen, I'm sorry, but like, Tom and Ariana are in a higher position than you right now like if they don't want to film with you you're not filming so you need to like give us something that we can work with here otherwise you're not filming because it it felt like that like I felt like like Kristen was like desperate to get approval from Ariana and when she didn't get it it was like oh shit like now what dude that's crazy because I just went and I skipped these notes but I'm going back Kristen and Katie talk in the alley about talking to Ariana and apologizing. I think Kristen is clamoring to stay relevant on the show. Yes. Especially with Stassi gone. These are like my notes. And then I said, you know, Ariana won't serve her alcohol. And then I put another Ariana cocky moment because I know Kristen's like, look, I know we're never going to be friends, but let's just be cordial. And Ariana's like, yeah. We will never be friends. My friends are intelligent, funny, funny, wonderful people. And I've never seen any of those things in you. <laughs> like another cocky ass yeah. big slam. Yeah. Which was, you know, no, that, you know, that, that is more, you know, Ariana style. You know, the other like vain shit, that's not really Ariana style, but this is hers. Um, you know, and rightfully so. But I did 
That's exactly right. I think between producers and Kristen has to find a way to stay on the show because now James, he's locked in. He used Kristen perfectly. Yeah. He's locked in. But now there's no need for Kristen because she's not with James or Tom. She's got no friends. And she literally has. Yeah, she has Jack's throwing her a bone by wingmanning her. Like it's. And she was super desperate. Jack's tweeted that or posted. He goes. You know, she's been with us from the beginning. I knew her first. She's out there. I, I'm not going to leave her hanging. Like, Jack's actually said that years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that. He's like, I, she's been with us. She went through this. She made this whole thing. I'm not going to leave her hanging. And then I think, I think with Stassi leaving, and you know how I said that twist with, like, Katie all of a sudden turns a, a new leaf and Sheena... Wait, Sheena always flip-flops and always goes for the underdog or whoever's nice to her. That's fine. But when Katie said, I'm okay with Kristen coming, I think that's because, A, she probably knew we need Kristen on the cast. Yeah. Because, A, I'm not dynamic enough. I don't bring enough drama. But, B, like, Stassi's gone. You know, like... They knew they needed one of the two crazies. They can't lose both crazies. Yeah. Because, like, Sheena's crazy, but in a superficial way. Like, she's not detrimentally crazy. Sheena's self-defecating crazy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. people are laughing at Sheena, like, in her shenanigans. Yeah. Um, you know, no pun intended. And Katie, is, Katie knows Katie's just kind of, you know, the boring, like... And you do need those people to balance shit out. Like Ariana balances shit out. Like we can't have everyone crazy, but with everyone crazy gone, I think maybe they realized or maybe Katie just needed a best friend again because she was now alone. Yeah. Um, Which again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to her too. You know, like this is going to be a year of. This is her and Lala being best friends now. Okay. Yeah. They literally call themselves best friends. They've been on each other's podcast multiple times and they call each other their best friends. So yeah, that's, that's their new team. And, and those two, if they wanted to, could be a very rough team to deal with, you know? Yeah, but it is going to be Sheena, Tom, Ariana, James, Raquel, Charlie. Uh-huh. So the numbers, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, time to reshift the scales. I can't wait. And then we got to talk about the new cast. So we'll do that. Yes. So, you know. Coming to you soon, and we have some other ideas, and I'm excited about them. I just realized, like, got a lot of angles and takes on them, and yeah, I'm and we excited. Again. Yeah, and we can't wait to hear what you guys think. Like, you guys always give us like the best ideas too, so we can't wait. Okay, join the Facebook group, Interpump Rules. Yes. Party podcast. And you guys, thank you so much for your support. And if you guys can continue to support us by, you know, either rating our podcast five stars or just sharing about it, like, would be so awesome. Um, And let's start this new season out. And we'll be back with another episode soon, you guys. Yeah, message us if you want us to read questions. We'll read um, listener questions on air. Or if you want to DM, we'll read them on air. Just let us know and we'll make a point to do that. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Sounds good. Okay, bye. Bye.